Look at you all shaving and shit. Yeah, just it was that that bit where no matter how much I sh- I showered, I kind of like just kept like scratching. Like I could have just uh, been like yeah. a yeah. This was like just fuck it, go bitch, go. It's yeah. not, Jake. I haven't changed my razor out in about four years. Damn, Bob. I, the the gooey stuff, the 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 yeah, the lather stuff stopped working. There's no longer any pressure in the thing because I just used the trimmer. Yeah, I don't I don't fully shave because Jake, no shit. When I shave, my face radiates heat. We're talking. I was at work one time and the steam was going in my nose and driving me insane. Like I could I could put my hands like right here and just feel it the pulsing heat. It's so weird. Yeah. So I kind of that's probably why uh, sometimes it'll get like it'll just get very scratchy because it's so fucking hot. It starts getting like damp and jungle rotty. <laughs> it's <laughs> it, I, I, Oh my God. And like, every time I try that, that first night I try to sleep, I can't because it's just both, both like just waves of heat. I, I thought it yeah. might be the fact that I just had an allergic reaction to the shaving cream. You know, my skin right. was getting agitated and heating up. No, right. if I use the trimmer, it does it. Just not as bad, not as bad as if I were to shave it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Also, man, I, shaving's the stupidest thing in the world. Why the fuck do people like? You know what? Like, what tells you shaving's weird? Hey, hey, Jake, how does the grain? Uh, what's the grain go on your facial hair? What do you mean? The grain, like the way the oh, hair goes. Mine is all different. Exactly, because fucking like everybody's different. Is, the top goes on down the neck than what it is right up here. here right here like the like by the you know like where a vampire would get at you it goes towards your fucking right nostril the other way it goes for some reason parallel even though you assumed it would go like a mirror not the exact same fucking it is i hate facial hair is stupid and weird it makes no fucking sense yeah it's such a pain in the ass dude and especially whenever you have to shave you know a minimum of five times a week oh can you use an electric? Does an electric get you close enough? No, like the oh. one time I had an electric razor, it Back was just in like Kentucky. It pulled, yeah, and it I know I tried using it; it hurt so it much. It's so like what the dude. fuck? Granted, we got one at uh, Kmart. You, you, we got it for you. Yeah, at but Kmart. it was still one of the Phillips ones. Like it was still a legit it was also one, one it was from a like Phillips and Relco, two thousand two. So no, well, I mean, yeah, it was at the, the it was at the duplex, so or the double wide. Yeah, but yeah, at the so. same time, it was still one of those ones that was like a hundred bucks for that some bitch. Like True. it wasn't just a cheapo. It was um, a pain in the oh my god, it, it fucking hurt. I was like, how though, the fuck dude. could like how does this work? How do those yeah. work? No, thank you. I'd rather just take the fucking beard trimmer thing that I got and just yeah. The the first one I originally got was not for my face. I will say that. I will say that the first one I originally got, I did not get for my face. <laughs> Yeah, no, I can't say that. I can't say that. Dude, I'm hairy, man. <laughs> All right, let's just put it to you that way. I'm fucking fuzzy wuzzy. I mean, just huh? it's like it's <laughs> popping out of my shirt to say hello. Oh, that's funny. Oh, ready. Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Brother Squirrel. That's Jake. That's Bob. You can tell that we're wait why am i the one that's more pepper i've been up less long less long 
Uh, I've been up for like six hours by now. Yeah. This is the first time I haven't. Bullshit, dude. <laughs> it's bullshit. Just couldn't sleep or you had uh maybe no, stuff. No, no, I uh I got to sleep sometime around ten or just after ten. But uh I just hadn't been sleeping well in general. Like Wednesday, I was uh I had my alarm set to get up at five and I woke up at four fifteen and couldn't go back to sleep. Yeah, it's uh, the same way on Thursday and Friday. Like my alarm was set for six, and I'm waking up at five o'clock, and it just pissed me off, dude. You know, um, I don't set my alarm to wake me up. I set my alarm to know when it's time to stop stop reading shit because I wake up two hours before my alarm. Never like uh, between an hour to two hours before my alarm, I'm always up, and it drives me insane. Yeah. So that alarm is just a hey, you need to get out of bed now. But if I if I didn't set it, then I couldn't rely on that because it would still be inconsistent. Like oh, when yeah. I would wake up and everything. So you know, the only good night I is like, to. Uh I think I got between uh six to ten hours of sleep all week until yeah. I took Friday off just to take it off. Thursday night, I fucking slept the whole goddamn night. And I was also up till almost midnight playing Lost Ark, so <laughs> Yeah, I noticed your I noticed your second character like you've already got that at a higher level. Oh yeah. Oh, you need to just accept my goddamn roster friend request, bitch. I did. Oh, you did? I did. I need to delete the friend request then on the other character then, but yeah. No, because I tried the new character that I created last night. I tried sending it to both Squigglebot and Licious, and it said that we were already roster friends. Okay, good, 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 good. It's been a it's been a week longer than it was supposed to because yeah we were supposed to do it last weekend weren't we yes and something came up what came up yes I can't remember something happened things occurred so we weren't able to uh, record so we're doing it this week where we decided to give each other a task to where they had to uh, somewhat. like the other would have to watch something that we love so Jake had to watch something that I like. And give their opinion on it. And yes, this is ex- this is solely existent so we can make other people watch the shit that we like. And we'll handle the one I had to watch last because I'm pretty sure we'll have a lot more to say about it. But for starters, I got to ask Jake, what did you think of the guy who didn't like musicals? So I actually don't, that I can think of, I don't have any negatives. Like... I don't think it was a negative where it was filmed in like the small theater because they, they can only buy, get small theaters. <laughs> well, and I figured that's what it was. And so like, at first I was like, man, I hope this doesn't turn out to be like that episode of spaced or oh, that episode of how I, I met do your that mother. You. I or, wouldn't do that to you. And that, you know, where it's like this, like, high art no jake it's a stupid funny musical that i watch about every two months yeah whenever it comes to uh whenever it comes to those small theater things like that especially that episode of space like i feel like i have ptsd from that (laughs) shit um (laughs) with vulva you've never actually Um, been to a a small art show jake and that's the sad thing oh you have yeah yeah i have um because i went to a small one well not like the the high art type but just like a small theater kind of thing i went to one in dc 
even though it was at the Kennedy Center, the play that was being what, put on was a smaller. It was like yes, in a smaller, but it room wasn't a. When I say small, I mean, hey, my friend's doing a show and he needs bodies. Yeah, that's no, what I'm talking no. about when I say small. Yeah. yeah, no, but I kind of like that. I also like whenever it got to the end, it's like you know, thanks for all the Kickstarter. Oh yeah, a lot of their stuff they do through Kickstarter. And I would just keep hitting the the right arrow for the five second skip on YouTube. And I'm like, there's more names. There's more names. There's more names. I was like, holy shit. That's a lot of Jake. That's a lot of people that, that supported that. Yeah. It's I'll give you, crazy. I'll give you a primer on this theater troupe star kid. Uh, they started like a, you I think it was university of Michigan. Uh, freaking uh, Julie was telling me when she was working at pet smart, the writers, their mom went to that pet smart. So she met a lot of the cat, a lot of the, like the, the writers and stuff and just talked to them a lot. I was like, Hey, that's kind of cool. That's but, cool. Uh, it started with like little, little productions for their college. Right. There's one that's lost that they never got a recording of that. They hate that they never got a recording of that was Lord of the Rings. There was a musical, the first, like one of the first few things on their YouTube page are, uh, a very Potter musical, mm-hmm. which is really good. Uh, me and my dick. I was, a, I was wondering if that's the same very Potter musical people. Yes. Uh, me and my dick, which is about a, the cast, including people like high school where, you know, the, the plot is the high school kids regular right. like normal puberty i got a fuck kind of storytelling mm-hmm. where their genitalia are anthropomorphized and attached to them by little dog leads <laughs> <laughs> and it's great it's and it has like a breakdown where they fucking talk about how great of a movie uh while you were sleeping was but uh <laughs> There was Holy Musical Batman, which was which is how I got into them because like there was just a aggregate site I used to visit, and it was like, what the fuck is Holy Musical Batman? I clicked on it, and it was like, god damn, this is good because it's decent music, it's decent writing and booking, mm-hmm. and really funny writing. So again, what were what were some of your your pluses since there was no negatives of it? So I could definitely see some influence from other musicals like the um shit um i'm gonna have to look um the song the show stop and number totally felt like a chicago type um oh yeah it was the big number that that that's like literally that the name is what it is it is a show yeah I, I want you, Jake, at one point to watch that again and notice the dude at the mustache in the background because yeah. that guy is amazing with okay. scene acting. Like, because the whole time he's sitting there just like eventually starts like jamming out to it. <laughs> okay. So that was going to lead into my second thing was that he was my favorite character. Ted yeah. was my favorite character. Good. And Good. on top of that, like, he, it was like this weird combination of it's like he was part i know you haven't watched parks and rec but i know it's a comedic actor let me find his name real quick um but there's this uh there's this character on parks and rec he works for the sewage department right and uh come on let's go 
Parks and Recreation. Okay. And uh, he plays like this really skeezy dude. He's kind of tall and lanky like that dude has a similar mustache, except t- the, the actor who plays Ted. I, I just Googled. Like that okay. He, that guy, the kid, the, yep. I just, I just Parks and Rec sewage. And yes. It, re- so it, it looks like. It looks yeah. like the bastard child between him and Andrew Garfield. Like yeah. that actor looked that's that was a combination no of those joke. two. So every time he talked, I felt like it was just like that character. I know you haven't seen the show and don't know the No, looking at the ca- I've actually seen this actor before and this is yeah, he plays sort of that same name. character a lot. Yes. So I fully and get that's that. That's who it reminded me of through the entire thing. I was just like I'm just is his name Joe in Parks and Recreation I think, yeah. but Stewart's Joe. And so I just kept thinking of that through the entire thing. <laughs> Good cuz honestly no shit. Uh Joey Richter is one of my favorite troop members. Every really? time I, every time I'm watching him on stuff, I just <laughs> I just am having a goddamn fun time, and he also uh, was the main was the main character in the uh, in the Me and My Dick, and also plays Ron in the Potter musicals. But holy shit, I'm glad that you liked it, yeah. I- dude. So in general, I did. I enjoyed the the whole thing. I did have to. I did look through the credits because I thought that the actress who played Charlotte. And the actor who played Paul, they look like brother and sister. Like they have a very similar face shape, nose and like mouth teeth structure looked very similar. I was like, that could be a brother and sister, but uh, um, the one who played Charlotte, I think her name is Jamie Lynn. She's yeah, been something. in it since jump. Like yeah. seriously, since they, like, they look like they looked like brother and sister. In and my the opinion, guy playing but, Paul is newish. So uh, to the troop. So, uh, I would also for this, I would absolutely recommend the follow up, which is a a Black Friday. Mm-hmm. It things though it also takes place in Hatchetfield, so that's why even though it is a it is a in terms of being a musical, it is a far superior musical. Mm. All right, it also has a bigger set, <laughs> yeah, with a multi tiered set, so you can have. It had like that that one hiccup you had is like oh shit is this going to be like a no nah, it's a it's a much bigger theater so it has that feel of a much yeah. bigger production. I actually really like Paul as a character. Also, oh god, but, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I well, fucking and he's love one Paul. where you see where you actually where you see more character growth. Like there's a little bit for Emma, but of course you know he's the one that goes he's the, through. He's like, the core of the story. Of the, yeah. Yeah, so of course he's going to go through more, but no, I I actually really enjoyed it. Like there was I'm um, so happy. What was it? There was one thing. Um my favorite line in the entire fucking movie will always be how the shit am I supposed to or how the how the shit am I supposed to jump out of a trash can and not scare you? <laughs> So mine, of course, was Ted because where Charlotte's going off, he's like, "Hey, we're all different denominations. Denominations. I'm I'm not going, and I'm not going to your Methodist. I'm not going to die in your filthy Methodist church." Yes. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, I felt like that was a very like specifically Midwestern or Southern type of thing. It's a full on Midwestern shit, dude. Like that, that really made me laugh. That shit was hilarious. But one other thing, one of my other notes that i had on here is it kind of felt like at the world at world's end 
I can fully understand that. Yeah. There was, there was a little bit of that to it. And it kind of there for me, that was the first thing that I noticed, like the whole meteor hit and the way but everything without the, without the, uh, the metaphor ran through. Yeah. Cause yeah. the whole thing is just a metaphor for, uh, you know, self harm and yeah. living in the past and terrible, terrible, ad- like, yeah, it's it's like man, let's make a thing where musical people don't like musical. Let's just make it written well. <laughs> yep. But no, yeah, there were some there were some like feelings and themes that were very similar. Yeah, that that was one of the first things that stood out to me was that similarity. And I, I the main reason I wanted to I mean watch it just because there's also an image that goes through my head constantly it is on a loop at least once a day it's just that scene of his boss just like i want you to choke me while i jerk off (laughs) just the way he like punches his fist up like that i'm just like it's in my head on a loop a loop i did appreciate the uh the the little tongue-in-cheek to america is great again yes like that was so good dude that was like that and the cop song are very very direct with its point Mm -hmm. yes very much it's great it's great and i am so glad you liked it jake i really am and hey good if you guys want to watch it it's on youtube you can look up star kid production or just search the guy who didn't like musicals it's about what an hour and a half Nah, it's, it's not like too long. Just under two hours. It's like an hour fifty three. Well, hour forty hour. Credits. It's taking out the credits. It's like an hour forty nine, hour fifty, yeah. something like that. And it is a good watch. It is it was. an it absolute was good, watch. good watch. It really was. It has some really snappy writing, and mm-hmm. I would recommend Jake if you want to if you want to be sad on something you thought was going to be utterly funny, twisted. They have a they have mm-hmm. a, a a production on there called Twisted, the Untold yeah, Story of a Royal Vizier. Autoplay, yeah. It is it I, it took forever before I watched it because I watched the first like fifteen minutes of it and then something happened and I just kept and I just never came back to it. Uh, I don't even know what it's like. I just had to stop for some reason. I just never came back. I finally watched it again a couple months ago or watched it fully. How the fuck is the story of Jafar so good? Yeah. Holy, like the, just a simple idea is like, what if we did Wicked but with Jafar, and made it this really cool story about the one dude in the kingdom trying to keep it together? Because if you think about in terms of straight logistics, if the leader of a nation was coming to visit, and the your daughter as the sultan sicked a wild animal on you, yeah. that's war. That's fucking war. <laughs> Yeah. And that's like the entire B plot, but the, what makes it, what makes it like a uh, dumb, stupid, and fun is the fact that this kingdom is not Agrabah. It is the magical kingdom. And the dignitary who got bit by the tiger is the ruler of Pixar. <laughs> yeah. So it's at the core of it. It's basic. it's just the story of like wicked, but with Jafar instead right but the overarching is how uh, how the uh disney renaissance was completely ruined by well horrible management by uh eisner and uh and katzenberg 
Yeah. Like, there's so many weird fucking layers to, hey, let's do Wicked with Jafar. <laughs> it's yeah. great. It's a really good story. And I, ho- I hope every now and then you'll just dig into one of their stupid musicals. Uh, uh, I'll check it out. I sometime. haven't found one that I don't like. Yeah. Well, and I'm like, that's that's still pretty good that there's six, like over six and a half million views on YouTube, especially I'm for so something glad. longer like that. Anytime you see a long form thing, like if it's over an hour and it has, you know, anything over a million Jay, views, it's impressive. This theater troupe was yearly going on tours at fan demand where they just did concerts of their songs. Like really? stage shows, like about every year or every other year because fan demand these people are big in the dork community man right all right yeah it was good though i liked it good i'm so so bob whenever the the movie or what i had you watch of course we had joked about and i couldn't come up with anything i still want to give you my apple my tv to watch ted so you can watch Ted Lasso because I think you'll really like it. I have it. heard it is just a genuinely good show. It is. It's very, very genuine. It is. It's it's major league with a heart. But, you know, you've heard me say that a few times. Um, I don't think I actually have. But Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is. It's like major league with the, the Midwestern charm, but taking place in Premier League. And it's soccer instead of baseball. Um but uh with with extra character development throughout the thing like even though it's it's kind of major league anyway um i'll still get that to you so you can watch major it, league but, head character development it actually well, no, did I but mean, it's also in, a tv show owner, not a movie so <laughs> right the owner goes through character development whereas the owner in major league because the owner wasn't the character the owner was the antagonist so right and but so anyway in this one it's like the owner is still the antagonist but there's oh. but there is um there's character growth so yeah i'll just leave it at that but anyway um so you had joked about knives out and so i just ended up having you watch that now let me let me ask you this because whenever i first watched that movie i sat down with the explicit intent i knew it was a whodunit and i wanted to try to pay attention to every little thing that lasted for not even five minutes because i got so sucked into the story that i completely forgot about wanting to try to pay attention to the smallest of things here's the thing with me i was the exact opposite because i knew it was supposed to be sort of like a whodunit but what from what from not really paying much attention when people talk about it my brain just completely wiped it and melted it into it's mainly a story about a shitty family. That was really what I was focusing on is how shitty the family like Well, I mean it is a shitty the way family, the, they were written. We'll get into the, my points on this, but uh not so uh and then the who done it started creeping in. But let's start with my first note. In all caps, holy shit the set design. That din. I wanted, if it wasn't for the fact that mom was watching it with me, I would have paused it every three fucking seconds just so I could see everything. I want to find the books and shit. I, yeah. No, fuck that. I'm talking about the kitsch, the weird mm. fucking uh, precious moments things, all those weird puppets doing like I wanted to look. I wanted to find who, who was in charge of set design and give them a kidney. Okay. <laughs> 
This is why fucking IMDb insane. Exists, Bob. And guess what, bitch? I'm a universal donor. My kidney's expensive. <laughs> all right. I would. Holy shit. I was just looking at it in pure fucking awe, Jake. I want to buy this on DVD yeah. just so I can watch the commentary tracks, just so I can figure out if there's a commentary track commentary dedicated to so it bad. or a whole fucking bonus yeah. feature that does nothing but talk about this beautiful set does everything like the the dp was on their shit everybody was on their game i have never seen don johnson act this well i agree i was like holy shit don johnson like you're bringing it not since marlboro holy shit Harley don johnson you in the marlboro Jake, like, he didn't not bring since harley davidson in the marlboro man have i enjoyed a don johnson performance okay i thought you were saying he acted well it's like okay i was gonna fucking no i mean i do you know i like Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man, that movie, uh, that's that great. Yeah. Anyway, no, nah, that's um, way too, that's way too shit. Dad made us watch nah, it. It was I so wanna, boring. Except Tia I, Carrara, first, first role of Tia Carrara. Um, but I am curious, like, did you find Daniel Craig's accent annoying? Like, does it take you out of the character any? Cause I'm sure you probably made a note of it. Fifth, note five. Uh, we'll go down my notes. Holy okay. shit, the set design. No, seriously, yep. I want to give him my kidney. Holy shit, the throw up thing. That's so weird and random, and I love that it comes back. I lo- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Artist yeah. throw up thing. Yeah. Uh, it's like Chekhov's vomit. That's what made me realize how it was going to end. <laughs> that's what I've really got it. It was that scene where he asked for the. And I'll, t- I'll jump around because in the scene where uh, Chris Evans, where uh, Ransom and her are in the, are in the diner. diner and mm-hmm. he just randomly Great asked for a bowl. Great fucking scene because he just asked for a bowl because you, you know, when you're seeing it, you're just like, oh, he's just getting another bowl of something, and she's eating something, so he's getting another thing. No, it's an empty bowl, and he puts it right in front of her and asks her that question. I was like, holy shit! And then I was like, oh, he's the one who hired Daniel Craig because he knows about because he told oh. Daniel Craig about the throw up thing. He knows. So this is when I, but this was also when. The longest time, Jake, I thought this was a suicide plot. I don't mean, I don't mean that. I mean, Christopher Plummer's character who, uh, as in the whole thing, no, no, not assisted. The whole thing was Christopher Plummer's idea. And he just happened to tell Chris Evans. Um. He just happened. He just wanted to tell him because everybody hates him anyway. And he knew he would like it because they were the same person. I could have sworn because the whole time. You have uh, you have Jamie Lee Curtis talking about how like there's a, you have to play the game by his rules to figure out the end. I thought he sent the letter to Daniel Craig, especially with that part in the car where he's reading where he's like monologuing his thoughts. Yeah, it makes it sound like he's trying to write the story. I thought he was an actor and writer that Christopher Plummer knew, who he got to pretend to be a uh, the detective. Everybody right. was known by to him, and this was all just a big game. He was going to kill himself anyway, but he wanted a way to fuck with everybody. Yep. And the true ending is so sad because of that, because he has to have everything under his control. Hmm. Because I seriously thought he's the one who stole her Narcan. Right. And that's why he threw the the go board. That's why everything was planned out. But holy shit, finding the truth of it. And let's just. But I want to talk about my favorite yeah. scene. Okay. It's the dumbest thing in the world. 
uh it's the like how they first did the flashback of that night when the family when uh marta said the family always loved her and you had don johnson like come on come here and yeah. it looks all happy and then the second time it shows it it shows what really compl- happened mm-hmm. where he was just a big fucking immigration talk yeah and my favorite scene is that just for one simple thing when don johnson is talking about how great uh marta is because of how she did everything the right way he still casually hands his plate out for her to grab because he mm-hmm. thinks of her as the help and yeah. then she takes it because that's sort of what's what casual fucking racism does it makes you be like i have to do this thing and she just is standing there holding this plate tight into her chest in a defensive manner yeah. it is this movie is so fucking good, Jake. Dude, I Holy told you. shit. I, okay, hold on. Before you go any further. Okay. You need, to, you need to do something sometime this weekend, especially today if you had the time. There's three different videos I want you to watch. One, you need to watch Multilayered Onion by Filmjoy, Movies with Mikey. You need to watch his synopsis. And then you need to watch the two-part you need to watch the two part synopsis from cinema wins. I think it's two. It might be three, but I think it's two. I may give it a try, but Jake, the fact that it's naming convention is close to cinema sins. is kind of, I, I know, but you trust me. Is Just it the same people? Trust me. Is it the same people? I don't think so. Okay. No. Please love it. Cause I really, the I cinema like the sense stuff just cinema. no not cinema voice wins. i'm talking writing it's very boring and shit Cine- no cinema wins is better than cinema sins it, it really be. is it really is um trust me i think it's a two-parter it might be three but i think it's two um but you'll definitely like the film joy multi-layered onion one um which kind of all three of those videos really improved my own always. I always love movie with Mike yeah. videos. They're great. Yeah. So I love you'll, Mikey Newman you'll videos. Enjoy you'll enjoy okay. It. Okay. So let's get back into my, they're just yeah. simple. And God damn. I hate that. I missed a thing because I was so enraptured by Christopher Plummer's monologue during their fucking uh, game. I was just enraptured with Christopher Plummer. Just God, he's such a good actor. Fuck. Uh, yep. Yeah. The, the ball. <laughs> no, here's the note for Daniel Craig after he started talking to people. Oh, uh, I have a lot of notes for the first 20 minutes. Most of these, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine notes in total. All right, just because I wanted to, and the 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 fucking handing off the plate one isn't even on here. I just remember because yeah. I was too enraptured. Most of these are for the first twenty minutes. Then yeah. there's the a ball thing, and then the very end. Uh, because my note for Daniel Craig is Daniel Craig sounds like Foghorn Leghorn. Yep. And he then t- and then two notes later, holy shit, he said it. <laughs> they said the <laughs> quiet part. Chris Evans calls him fucking Foghorn Leghorn. Mm-hmm. Yep. And dude, I liked Chris Evans in this. I mean, Chris Evans in general, I'm not going to watch any of those piece of shit Fantastic Four movies, but the, it showed a little extra range. And there was something that like I noticed, but I didn't fully pay attention to until either Cinema Wins or movies with Mikey, where they started mentioning, like, if you notice like his sweater, 
right that he's wearing that cable knit sweater like there's still pieces like there's like tears or cuts in it almost showing that like yeah he may have come from money but that also may be drying up because you know though that $500 sweater is starting to get a little more tattered and and actually no and that was parking a, maybe a pass. there's a parking pass on his thing yeah in the and window was, of his of his beamer who rich person would never allow that <laughs> yep and then there was also someone that in a different podcast had talked about how this is a great like sweater movie like if you just look at the sweaters that people are wearing and the 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 um the clothing design is it's do- especially like nouveau riche new england type thing um like family money type thing uh and it being in new england that it just felt very yeah i've never been more happy to be wrong about the whodunit stuff because i thought like since i had in my head this was all a a there's a the reason he pushed everybody away is because he planned on ending it that night it was all part of his plan Uh i didn't real like then like realizing that no he was looking forward to the next day, seeing his family finally fucking going off on their own. Like, sure, he's a bit of a bastard, but he still had a love for his family. He wanted them to succeed by their self because he knew they could. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Michael Shannon. That Dear God, I didn't yeah. even notice that was Michael Shannon. I thought that was okay. somebody else. But you do, you do know who Michael Shannon played in Watchmen, right? He played never Rorschach in the Watchmen movie. Yeah, he was Rorschach. Rorschach was no, wait, 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 uh, no, no, that was no, Ricky was, Lee Haley. He was yeah, yeah. My bad. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, yeah. Uh, wait, not Ricky Lee. Jackie uh, Earl Jackie Haley. Earl Haley. Yeah, another yeah. fucking shooter you're name. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel sorry for that guy. He's a really good actor who's always in failed shit. Yeah, like that yeah. Nightmare Michael on Elm Shannon Street sucked, really good, though. Yeah. but he was great. Uh, Michael Shannon played Night Owl, I think. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. He was amazing as the you remember the tick, right? The cartoon. Yeah. And how like one of the big villains on it was like the most terrifying super villain in the world, the terror, but he's yeah. 105. So yeah. he's just very, very old and scary. All of his things are like for super old shit in the tick show on Amazon. Fucking phenomenal. Jackie Earl Haley plays him and it is uh, he actually is terrifying. Like he yeah. is great. He is just a great villain. But uh, <clears throat> but, uh, but no, Michael Shannon is really fucking good in that movie. Like he just yeah. plays that really like just he feeling put track. upon because he put himself upon. <laughs> well, and not just that, but that whole like he's not as outward as his siblings, but you can tell it's just bubbling under the surface. Oh God, like, that scene in the hallway. Yes, at her, he at her apartment. Whole, he has that whole nice thing guy thing going, which makes sense because his kid just, is a fucking Nazi. Yeah. Oh, I do yeah. have a question. I, I must have like blinked on it. Tony Collette's character. How is she related to the family? So her husband was one of Christopher Plummer's sons and he died. I think oh. they said like in a car wreck or something. And so she just kind of stayed part of the family because 
her husband had left any any uh like all of his stuff to her and their daughter and okay um, i, w- I thought that was that it but was, i just couldn't really full i wasn't really yeah. i was too busy paying attention to the setting yeah uh, and everything that was everything that was written into christopher Plummer's will was to be directed to her and the daughter and that sort of thing Dude. so yeah, I would. I will also say Tony this. Collette's really fucking good. She too, always though. is good. Yeah, I really didn't like Black uh, or the Krampus, but she was amazing in it. But uh, okay, I didn't. I can't believe they checkoffed me. Which part? <laughs> I was so enraptured by Christopher Plummer's speech. I forgot he talked about that ransom was so stupid he couldn't tell a stage knife from the real thing, and I didn't notice that till after he like stabbed her, and I started laughing my ass off because I just realized he doesn't understand the difference between a stage knife and a real one. Yep. <laughs> but I was also upset because my second note was I hope to fuck that wall of knives, that tableau of knives is never addressed ever. I wanted that to just be there. It was the, it was the, it was the crux of the, it was on all of the promotional thing, Mm -hmm. but I just wanted it so much to be nothing to just be something they had because this ham, this family has a lot of, and then when you realize (coughs) when, when Christopher, when Chris uh, Evans is all like, you're taking my family's ancestral home. And Daniel Craig just starts laughing. He bought it in the 80s from a Persian real estate agent. Mm-hmm. And that's when the Foghorn Leghorn shit came, which was a mwah. But yeah. that explains why there's so much stupid kitsch. Because old homes are supposed to be full of history. Mm-hmm. But since it was bought in the 80s, it had no history. So either this is stuff that was there when they bought it and they left it, or they just bought weird kitsch and put it in the house because a huge house has to have things. Yeah. I fucking loved that. And I really yeah. hoped the knife thing was just a knife thing. Even though, because I had that thought in my head, I actually got caught off guard by the checkoff. I truly got caught off guard by it. Yeah. And no shit it was a powerful fucking scene when it shows like the flat like i thought marta was gonna i thought i had two different theories i thought it was gonna be the whole uh ransom was helping his grandpa have his fuck has his have his last hurrah or marta is actually a genius who in Mm -hmm. who who created all this she did all this to get it like that scene when she comes home after that first night and her mom's watching murder she wrote i thought it was going to end with her with a slight smile yeah so i had those two competing theories when right at the end of that scene they showed her the fact that she oh she went right back into the room after Plummer told him to leave told her to leave and sees him slit his own throat holy shit that was a that was a big scene man Holy shit, that was a good scene. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I think good I movie. think it's I think it was maybe the movies with Mikey video where it talks about that um that there's something different with the framing of the knives in that chair with each yeah um, with each character like you have the main front one but whenever it's like a like a profile shot or something like that It was that, never fully that set. It's all different. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. is really cool. 
and th- there is there's so many little things to that um that like even with his whole throat slit of course there's going to be blood splatter on her shoe and i totally did not pick up on that and you know and so whenever and i whenever i rewatched it i noticed that whenever he first meets marta daniel craig does look down he looks down oh, i didn't and notice the very that. first thing he sees is the blood drops on her shoes and even she doesn't know it's there but as soon as they walk up and they meet he looks down and i did always have like those weird questions because there was that whole thing like when they said the dogs barked but the dogs loved marta yep so that left like a huge like mm-hmm. and oh my god just that 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 amazing little tender because i love the idea that marta is just a good person i love that i was horribly wrong this family couldn't break her but she couldn't help the family because the family saw her kindness as as a false flag as something that mm-hmm. th- that is being put on because that is something they do it is not an affectation she is just good and that that moment with daniel craig where he's just like all right, you instinctively knew which was which because you are a good nurse. You did mm-hmm. nothing wrong. Just that little moment of him stopping, stopping it because I really kind of hate genius detectives sometimes because yeah. they're all, they're all fucking this. They're all basically Sheldon. Okay. Yeah. But this, he made sure to stop whatever his fun games that he was having with this family of douchebags he stopped to make sure she knew she is not wrong in any way Mm -hmm. shape or form she is a good good person and oh just that final shot of her just looking at the family and you like where you're hoping for the last time that last shot was you hoping she would say get off my lawn because you were you as the audience want her to not have anything to do with this family. You want her to be <clears throat> petty and she just sitting there drinking that mug. My house, my rules, my coffee. And not a smile, not nothing just cuz you know she's still going to be walked upon by this family. She's still yeah. going to be a good person. But you desperately don't want her to be. And well that kind of makes you on par with the rest of the family looking up at her. <laughs> this movie dog this fucking movie <laughs> dude i i think it's easily in my top 10 all oh it's favorites. so fucking good easily it's oh. it's it's brilliant dude it really is it uh and even with that like I, as we're talking i kind of you know there's still a little bit of cynicism on my part because i'm like you know that's a pretty obvious shot showing her above the family like saying that you know goodness and you know being genuine wins out and is has a higher station than those type of attitudes but at the same time those niceties was being you know you're kind of also being used by (laughs) by the rich at the same time as a get back at his family type thing like even though he 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 done it because he knew it would piss off his kids right but he also no he wanted he knew it would piss them off but he wanted them to evolve yeah he he still he still is i'm not like i said he's not a great person because it's still my rules he's making them grow up by his standards forcing things on his end by his standards 
It's not because she, other than her just being nice to him and doing the right thing, she didn't win by her standards either. It was still by his. Actually, you know what? Yes and no, because something tells me he would not go through those lengths. Oh, wait. No, yeah, because the whole time I was thinking that he did not want her to seem at fault. He was trying to protect her and her family, but he would also know about the uh, the Slayer clause. So he would know that she would get tagged and lose the inheritance and it would go back to his family. So fuck, you're right. Shit. God damn this movie. Y'all go out yep. and watch Knives Out if you haven't. If you have, yeah. go out and watch it again. Also, I want to give a massive high five to Ryan Johnson for one simple reason. Everybody, like, nerd, nerd them shit on him because he actually made his own movie. And, uh, and what was it, Last Jedi? Last or... Jedi. I think he yeah, wanted Last to tell Jedi. his own story. Yeah. He and made he did so very well, yes, by the way. I he, don't care how much people it pulled, shit on it. It pulled a lot of what, what reminded me of like uh, what Alfonso Cuaron did with Harry Potter. With he Prisoner warped of Azkaban, it, yeah. He warped it to his design. He still told the story, but it needed to evolve. Because, guys, Chris Columbus is a shitty director. He is a unless TV it's director. Like the kid, unless no. it's like the kid movies. Dude, no, Home that, Alone is a good movie. Like, but think about how it's shot. Stop, it's very boring. Like, we're talking, not, okay, the director of photography, the person who set everything up, Chris Columbus just sat there and fucking shot the bitch. He is so boring when it comes to uh, directing. The first two Harry Potter movies are fucking boring if you try to watch them. Not just because it's kids acting. Everything is just so boring. Milk toast and boring. Then here comes Alfonso Caron and just put so put much of himself into it. it to, even when it was taken away from him, the next one, he irrevocably changed Harry Potter's cinematic universe mm-hmm. to where everybody had to follow that trend that he set it forth on. But yep. uh, And what was the biggest trend? He let the actors dress themselves. Mm-hmm. He let the kids wear normal clothes. That's all you needed. That's all you needed. When you're not in class, why the fuck do you have to wear your robes? But after, after last Jedi, I was like, you're the worst director ever. You're the worst director ever. He's like, okay, bitch. Oh, let's make Edgar Wright piss his pants. And he made Edgar Wright piss his pants. It's true though. He made, he made, Mm -hmm. he used, okay. I will admit like there was, I love how there was like this weird little, like the, the concept of the, uh, the even shot, I think it's called. Or the symmetrical shot, the Kubrick symmetrical shot, to where everything is perfectly symmetrical around while the actor is breaking down. So it's it yeah. gives this weird little disparity of uh, like balance, but imbalance because ba- someone's yes, breaking to down. Where, to where yeah. you see the flaws more apparent mm-hmm. because everything around them is perfectly symmetrical. He took that in a lot of the shots and then made sure it was skewed just enough when it needed to be and then just ha huh, this the whole fucking ah uh, all the like there were so many really good symmetrical shots and i wish i knew more yeah. about about movie uh technicality so like i could videos. talk about how good this stuff is because i can't articulate it very well Same. it's and so that's... fucking pretty 
same. And that's one of the reasons why I like those videos is that it talks about those more like cinema wins. He will talk more about those type of shots. He's like, Oh, you know, he'll like give a win to a specific tracking shot or like if there's a specific tracking shot, you know, at some point he'll be like, you know, it meant to convey this, you know, he talks a little bit faster because, you know, the videos aren't as long. And also but, the format is because no. And also if you're fucking aping cinema sense, that's the format you have to do yeah. is the quickness. And, but with, with Mikey, it's different. I want to say that videos like 20, 30, 45 minutes long, something like that. Oh, so like not the too long with for Mikey. Okay. The, the multi-layered onion Remember, Jake. is really good. I might go back and rewatch it again. Just I gotta send you the link to the fucking uh, measured. Res- I forgot to send you the link to the uh, to the uh, vaccine measured response video. It's about two and a half hours long. It's a fucking documentary. It's great. I've watched that multiple times. So <laughs> I like yeah. long. I like putting on a long form video in the background and getting yeah. shit done. I love it to death. But oh, it's <sighs> but. <laughs> We're gonna Dude, have to stop I talking about it. You yes, you did. Movie. I am. So, oh yeah, I, I forgot. I also I oversold it. I also I need to say, Jake. I, I am. I am sorry that I never watched it. I am absolutely sorry because holy fucking shit, this movie's great. Yep. <laughs> but yep. that's not important. You know what is important, Jake? What's that, Bob? We have quite a few tempting offers on our planes. Would you like to know about some of the wonderful offers we have been given? Yes, please. We'll start from a email from a Maureen Hinkley, but their their email is Gideon uh, Kibay sixty five. So Maureen got explaining to do. That's Hello, I am Maureen issues. Hinkley, and my foundation is donating two point two million dollars to you. Contact me via. Malheen42 at Gmail for further details. Best regards, Mrs. Maureen Hinkley, copyright 2021. I got this on January 30th. <laughs> the Maureen Hinkley Foundation, all rights reserved. There is, yeah. <laughs> but you know what's, be- oh, what's better than that, Jacob? Do you want to know what is better than that? What's that? A part-time job for a virtual assistant. Wow. By Thomas Long, mailing at magamex.mx. Dear sir slash madam, <laughs> we're delighted to extend this offer of employment for the position of virtual assistant representative with Thomas Long. If you accept this offer, kindly fill out your details. Myforms.app slash Thomas Long at Wow. And you will be contacted for further details. Now, here's the problem with this, Jake. This is how you get lawnmower manned. Because he is not, he, it's not. (laughs) Oh, shit. Is he going to spew? Is he going to (laughs) spew? I can't believe believe you just adverbed lawnmower. (laughs) Uh, This is how you get lawnmower manned, Jake. Because he's not asking, this is not testing a virtual assistant. This is becoming a virtual assistant. He's going to turn your ass into Siri. And it was such an important email. We got it twice from two different people. Oh, Bob Longhorn, uh, man. That's 
okay, I gotta read this one. Okay. I don't I, I just read the first line and it's weird. Ellison just launched on product hunk hunt, not hunk. Hi, reading heavy books going to college can be extremely frustrating, time consuming. Oh, it's just a podcast learning thing. Fuck. Oh, it's that's why the name was familiar. These people kept trying to get us on their podcast network constantly. Fuck you, you're getting nothing. Oh, really? It was very weirdly written. I'm sorry. What? That name familiar? What? Amira Omran actually looks familiar, but this is a huge, long email. Oh, wow. Okay, because it starts the best way, Jake. My dearest one. There. (laughs) We'll go. We'll go full. Oh, shit. My dearest one. I sent this email, uh, praying it will find you in good condition, as I know it will be a surprise to you since we've known or come across each other before considering the... Ma'am, sir, my guy, my lady dude, I'm a shut-in, basically. (laughs) I work from home. I ain't met you. (laughs) Come surprised since you... uh... Oh, I'm sorry, haven't. I thought I said since we have. All right come across before considering the fact that I sourced your email contact through the internet while it actually is saying it fucking dug a list of emails. It is flat out on in the first sentence saying, sup, bitch, I found a bunch of emails. That's how I got you. <laughs> My name is Miss Amira Omran, uh, Omran Hussein Ibrahim, and I am a young girl of 24 years old. From uh, from Kabani, a city in the Apollo uh, Governatoriate in northern Syria, and presently I'm residing in the Republic of Burkina Faso. You motherfuckers! As They're a refugee, our girl hostage. Doing the, doing the, yeah. If you have cancer, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> As a refugee due to the killing of my parents by the ISIS fighters in the year 2015. Popularly known, popularly known that, yeah, it's popularity concept. The shit was on teen beat, Jake, known <laughs> as the Kobani massacre that was carried out by Dahesh ISIS fighters. Please don't be discouraged for hearing this. I believe deep down inside me that you'll never break my heart or let me down in any way. I will never <laughs> run around or desert you. Oh. I will never make you cry. Never come sick by. Yes. I think my headphones are dying, but because it just all of a sudden started beeping at me. But real quick, <laughs> season two of Ted Lasso, that song actually plays a part. This song's in the everywhere. Line. It's in everything. But Bob, there is a perfectly meta moment at the end of the episode that I know that you will fully appreciate. That's all I'm going to say. Is it going to be anything on par with the episode of Carpools where they just did come on Eileen and ask their on star, hey, what are the fucking lyrics to this goddamn song? I've never seen that, but I only saw that episode because of that. Ah, Yeah. I was just looking up Come On Eileen, just listening to it on YouTube. For, As one does. And two, it was 2005 or 2006, Jake. Yeah. This was back. This was way back in the day. 
And one of the videos was that of Jerry Conley and a bunch of people in a carpool just fucking singing it. It was like, wait, what do they say there? It's like, what do you mean? It's like, what do they say there? They clicked their OnStar. It's like, OnStar, are you, what's the emergency? Like, hey, and come on, Eileen, when they get to the bridge, what exactly are they saying? <coughs> or like in the second <laughs> verse, what does that mean by that? It's like, oh, yeah, this is what they mean. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh. Yeah, no, the second paragraph is just, these are all the people that got murdered. These are all my family that are dead. My uncle is sought to kill me. What? So it's almost like the start of every new uh, book in the Old Testament. (laughs) Uh, Here's the thing. The very last sentence of that second grouping, my living condition is very critical. Uh uh please i need your uh possible help to reclaim my inheritance and start a new life my uncle is try- has sought to kill me so that he will be uh be in full control of my father's estate but i am happy that all his evil failed next bracket meanwhile i've decided to travel abroad that's not <coughs> that's not how you describe being a refugee it's true that You're is not traveling i'm abroad on my for life am- experience Trying I'm to taking, find yourself. I'm taking a semester off. Yeah. I, I went to Burkina Faso for I deserve to live, laugh, and love. Like, no. <laughs> what the fuck? This is not under That's the Tuscan funny. sun. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, you don't go on a travel with the help of fucking Red Cross. <laughs> this is so weird. I love this. It's just a bunch of weird shit about the Burkina Faso Bank. Because of course it is, because it's always out of the Burkina Faso Bank. (laughs) It's about the Burkina Faso. At least this one, this one used the name in their burner Gmail account. (laughs) It's not, hello, hello, my name is Amira. Please send everything to this email. Jess of Chad. Like, no, it actually is the name with a bunch of letters and numbers afterwards. Oh, I love it. I haven't got a look at these. I know Scott sent us a bunch, so I need to look through those and curate a good list for another uh, mail read. But yeah, figure since today we have a tight episode, we get to read some letters again. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, having two monitors is great, Jake. Oh, it makes life so much easier. Holy shit. I can't wait for tomorrow when I can do it with the game. So I can actually, you know, have one screen completely dedicated to Roll20, another screen dedicated to my notes. It's muh. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Alrighty. I think that's about going to do it for this episode of Brothers Quarrel. What do you think, Jake? Sure. All right. Why don't you tell them where they can get at us? You can find us on the Twitter machine at ABQ Podcast. Capital A, capital B, capital Q podcast <laughs> podcast <laughs> jake they can't see what we're doing <laughs> i know i know why does it say playing music like all of a sudden i got a pop-up set professional audio i just got a pop-up that's like playing music question mark no zoom i'm not playing music <laughs> maybe your neighbor is listening to to some weird shit i don't know anyway um also send us a legitimate email <laughs> Brotherscrawl@gmail.com. Or oh, hey, me- fuck that! If you guys got some really great spam you got sent, 
send it on over forward it to us or take a take a screenshot of it and send it to us i'd love to see it yeah uh <laughs> yes um oh shit what was it i was gonna say um also stand by i talked to our good friend uh mr jason the Which original one? mr jason <laughs> <laughs> the baby blue eyes mr jason and uh he was asking me some questions about a podcast that him and the other Jason are about to do. And uh, so stay tuned for that. It sounds like it might be like a two or three parter. Even. Oh, damn. It That's nice. Like they're going to, they're going to like really go in hard on a subject. And what is that podcast, Jacob? Oh, that's a two minds podcast. There you go. TWO minds. But yes. That one, I think it'll be a, a good one because, of course, they're better at this than we are. So, of course, it's oh, they're so much know, better. Yeah, so much better than we are. Uh, I don't know if we we actually are still at least slightly more um, consistent, <laughs> even with our big breaks. It's still not as big as some of their breaks. So they may be better, but at least we're consistent with our shit. At least we're constantly or consistently shit, whereas they are occasionally good. It's like a fucking true crime podcast. But they hey, just like do really well. And then they take the breaks and hit you with some more goodness. In our defense, our name cannot be uh, mispronounced into a Spice Girl song. To become one. <laughs> In any way, shape or form. But it is a, a Bible quote. It can be misconstrued into a Bible quote because there's something about like when a brother's quarrel, something, 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 there's a parable or some shit. Yeah. (laughs) Which I totally was not thinking whenever I came up with the name. Yeah, because it was supposed to be a lover's quarrel, but it's a brother's quarrel. Exactly. Exactly. Let's play on that. Yeah. Because anytime I Googled brother's quarrel, it would get uh, like a bunch of weird fucking what looked like MySpace pages with Bible quotes. Uh, I'll, I'll end up plugging up these headphones and letting them charge for a little bit. But if you want to hit some Lost Ark in a little Absolutely. bit, absolutely, we'll we'll talk about Lost we'll, Ark on the next episode. We'll yeah. after we get we'll some more time with more it. And, yeah, that's what I was thinking. We'll we'll put in some more time with it and go from absolutely. There. So that yeah, since that all wraps it up. Until next time, we here at a brother squirrel would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. Well, fake knife or not, it's true. Well, j- no, no. Actually, someone did win the argument. I completely conceded a few points to you. Like you were completely right. Like everything was at Christopher Plummer's design. Everything was yeah. on his. Yeah, absolutely. It's big brain, dude. You it's won. Big brain. I admit defeat. <laughs> It's only the second time I've won after correctly guessing uh, Stephen Hawking dying in that year. And we have not done a Deadpool since. We don't, so. we don't, we don't talk about the edge <laughs> cases. We don't talk about our edge Lord years, Jake. <laughs> our edge Lord years. <laughs> <laughs>